0: Entrepreneur on Fire 989.
1: If you got a family, if you got kids, that should not be your excuse. They should be the reason why you succeed.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text Webinar Course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 10-day webinar course like a champ. Ignite. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your project. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Ready to start growing your team? Try ZipRecruiter for free and get your perfect candidate today. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. What's shaking, Fire Nation? Johnny Doom is here and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Olani Shobo Mahin. Ni Shobo, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Yes, sir. Let's
0: do it. (laughs) All right. Nishobo is a former New Orleans Saints NFL running back, current firefighter, and entrepreneur. He works with young elite athletes, training them to develop the habits and mindsets necessary to dominate their sport and their life. His brand, imnotyou.com, speaks directly to the young and competitive looking to take their game and life to the next level. Nii, nee, Shobo, take a minute, fill in any blanks from the intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Definitely,
1: man. First of all, I'm, I'm super excited to be on, man, so I appreciate yes. it. And uh, so I grew up in Portland, Oregon, man, uh, grew up in a soccer family. So my dad was from Nigeria. And so I was the third of four boys. And so I was a classic middle child, but I always sort of found a way, ways to rebel and things like that for better or worse. But in seventh grade, that's when I really fell in love with football, when I decided to play football. And so in high school, I would take the bus an hour to uh, to another school to play football because my private school didn't have it. And I sort of struggled in high school in terms of academically, but I just I love football. And so I took that and went on to walk on at Oregon State. And I had a good opportunity to play there, but they didn't offer me a scholarship. So I reached out to Portland State. They offered me a scholarship there. And I I ended up balling out my senior season and um, got picked up by the New Orleans Saints was able to play there for two years, got a chance to start there, and it was, it was an amazing opportunity for me. But ultimately, my career got, got cut short due to injuries. And so um, it was pretty frustrating, man. And so that, that obviously led me back home. Uh, it was, it, 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 that what followed was a couple years of you know pretty, I'm not going to say deep, but mild to medium depression <laughs> and sort of trying to figure out what my next, my next path was, man. And, and that's basically how I started I'm Not You. I ended up getting involved with some some athletes here in Portland through a, a local JV uh, football team, developed some relationships with the guys and uh, really started helping them and showing them the, the techniques and the strategies needed to dominate the sport. And so, like you said, I'm also a firefighter man here in Gresham. I'm a father of five kids. I'm 30 years old. I got a beautiful wife, man, and I'm, I'm just doing my thing.
0: I love all this, and I just got to share, Fire Nation, if you need a little inspiration, if you're into sports at all, if you're just into motivation at all, which I know you are because you're listening to this, go to imnotyou.com, watch the opening video. I still kind of have shivers from watching it. And (laughs) what I love about that video too is just how you break it down, Nishobo. I mean, you speak the truth. You know, we get all these things put into our heads. I mean, I grew up in a little town in Southern Maine and I really thought I was gonna, I had a chance to make the MLB. But I mean, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, you're not saying you don't have a chance, but you just break it down and you say, listen, these are the percentiles and they're small. It's like, you know, eight percent get a scholarship and then one percent actually of those scholarship athletes even make it into their professional sports and and this is good because this is reality and, exactly. and if you want to become elite you gotta sacrifice and, and you've obviously done that becoming an NFL running back etc and quick question how'd you come up with com? I love it
1: that's a great question man and so it's funny because dating back to like I said I was a third out of four boys and I always sort of rebelled you know like and a lot of ways this didn't benefit me. I got into a lot of trouble, but this also benefited me in a lot of ways because when I would hear things or when people would sort of doubt things that I wanted to do, um I would always really have the attitude of, I'm not you. Like yeah. so that means if you if you tell me a stat that says ninety-eight percent of people do this, then I'm thinking about the two percent. I'm thinking I'm a part of that elite group. I'm an outlier, I'm not you. And so it was kind of, it started. I mean, my brothers were playing soccer, and I'm like, I don't want to play soccer. I'm playing football. You know what I mean? And I remember when I started playing football at um, at my high school and the I was at a small private school, like 200 people. And they told me, I don't think you're going to be able to play. You're going to be able to do all that traveling and still keep up with the schoolwork. And I'm thinking, I mean, most kids can but I can't. You know what I mean? And so I thought, and as I was meeting these athletes and thinking about just sort of the, a lot of the things that made me successful, I'm like, that's the mindset that you have to have. You have to have the mindset Of I'm not you. So even as an entrepreneur, you hear all these statistics about how many businesses fail. The truly, the truly elite, the predators. You know what I mean. The champions, the alpha warriors. They don't listen to that. Like they're not gonna say, "Oh well, nine out of ten businesses fail, so that means I guess I'm gonna fail." No, you believe you're that one out of the ten. You know what I mean? And that's that's really the mindset that you have to have. And so I just, it was like a light bulb just came my head. I'm like. I'm not you like because I there's this this rap song that I really like that was called that that I'm not you was by clips and he's sort of talking about that how uh, guys always talk about the things that they do but you have to really live it man like and so I believe that the people who are really getting it in life and really succeeding man those are the people that have that mindset of I'm not you
0: you're a father you're a firefighter you're an entrepreneur You're at a networking party, someone comes up to you and they say, hey, man, what exactly do you do? How do you respond in 10 seconds?
1: I show young, competitive athletes how to dominate their sport and dominate life.
0: (laughs) That, Fire Nation, is how you break it down. And what I want to talk about right now, because you've had quite the history, we're going to get into some, some stories and some journeys that you've been through, but... Right now, I really want to focus on the entrepreneurial origin story of what you're currently doing right now. How did you take that leap? How did you go from being mildly depressed for a number of years <laughs> to, to to where you are right now? Like, what was that leap? What was that turning moment?
1: Definitely, man. So, like I said, I, I got released from the New Orleans Saints, and I got released in the middle of the two thousand and eight two thousand nine season. And if you guys don't remember, Super that's Bowl, when they, yeah, that's when they won a Super Bowl. Ugh. So imagine getting released halfway through the season you know what I mean and then watching I was at I remember watching the game with all my friends and my, my fraternity brothers watching them win the Super Bowl and literally I had it was like a blend of emotions of anger you know sadness jealousy you know I was proud as well it was just a cocktail of emotions man nice. and so it, it was it was really frustrating but so that that sort of gives you an idea of where I was at and I I was always sort of dabbling in things. I, I always consider myself sort of a hustler, meaning to me, there's a difference between a hustler and an entrepreneur. Hustlers are just sort of making money, just doing little side things. Entrepreneurs are really focused on changing the world, man. And so like at that time, I was I had started a, a, a T-shirt company with my friend and it was we had did no research. We were just sort of messing around with it a little bit and um, it didn't really work out. You know what I mean? And so But like I said, I wanted to stay around the game of football. So I started coaching at a local uh, on a local JV team at Grant High School. And so there I met a few athletes that that uh, they really gravitated towards me. You know what I mean? Because I really took a liking to them and I I really wanted to show them how to succeed. And what I noticed was that these guys really have no idea what it takes to really get to the next level. You know, and they they talk about it. They watch all these these shows and they they watch uh, all these games and things like that but they really didn't have any idea. And a lot of them had way more potential than I ever had. I'm talking about real talent, man. You know, And so I started taking these guys under my wing and I started bringing them to the gym with me and uh, just working them out and stuff and just, just mentoring them. And I had the idea to start a camp. I was like, I'll, at that point, I was still trying to get into the NFL. And so I was like, why don't I just start a camp this summer? And it'd be a small group and I'll show these guys how to eat like a pro athlete, how to train like a pro athlete, how to think like a pro athlete. And I'll basically walk them through it. I'll do it with them because I'm still training. And so I remember the first time I did it, I had about eight guys. And it was a life-changing experience, man. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, it was five days a week. You know, we spent about three hours together working out. I mean, these guys all became like my little brothers. You know what I'm saying? And we, we were working out, uh, showing them how to eat right. And it changed their lives, man. And it changed mine as well. And from then on, I was like, okay, I got to do this every summer. And then I started getting one-on-one clients and started, you know, um, getting a lot of referrals and things like that. And so in the beginning, I really just wanted to work with football players, but I started getting referrals for softball players, soccer players, and things like that. And it was crazy because it didn't really matter what the sport was. Any athlete that needs to, that wants to excel, any competitive athlete, any athlete that has that mindset of I'm not you, they really need Specific tools and strategies to help to help them succeed, and I was I've really been able to do that, and so that's how it sort of evolved, and to the point now where I started my website and really focused on building my brand, you know, online and just sharing my message with the world. I don't want to be limited to the athletes here in my in, in Portland, Oregon. I want to be able to touch athletes all over the world, and so I'm really excited about you know my new online brand and being able to share my message and share content all around the globe to help young athletes. You know, develop the habits, the systems, the strategies, the the protocols, the 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 mindset necessary to dominate—not just play well, but dominate. Because that's what I feel like. Anyone who's doing who's doing anything, your goal should be to dominate it, to master it. You know, and so I believe all these principles are universal, and and that's my goal is to share that with them.
0: It's a great brand, and one thing that I love sharing with Fire Nation. Is that we need to be apprentices as young entrepreneurs growing? We need to find people who are or who were where we want to be, and reach out to them and say, "I want to be where you are," or in your case, where you currently, where you were, which was in the NFL. Yes. You know what it takes to to eat right, to exercise right, to be in the NFL because you were there, and so Fire Nation is so key. To look and to find mentors who are where or were where you want to be, reach out to them and say, hey, I want to find out from somebody who's been there, done that, how I can replicate that success. Because we are all Fire Nation standing on the shoulders of giants and we just need to realize that, hey, instead of spinning our wheels, going down the wrong path, let's learn from those who have been there before us. And if you had to break down your worst entrepreneurial moments and- I know there's been a few. You've alluded to a couple really yeah. tough ones. I mean, there's nothing worse than that injury. I, I had it obviously on much lower levels in high school and college, but I've dealt with injuries. A lot of people who have been in sports have dealt with them. We know how it just oh, just you just want to yeah, ugh, it's the worst. But take us to the worst entrepreneurial moment that you've experienced thus far, Nishobo, and and really take us to that moment. Tell us that story.
1: Definitely. So. I'll take you back to, you know, I'll sort of elaborate more on the business that I started, the first business that I started with one of my best friends. And so when I came back, we started, it it was his idea, you know, and and I was all on board, you know what I mean? And so we started, we we invested together, we worked on the, on the brand together. We were just building the business together. And in the beginning, it was sort of like a honeymoon phase. It was, it was going great. You know what I mean? Like we called each other like every day, exchanging ideas, (laughs) you know, doing this and this and that. And, um, Slowly but surely, it started to erode at our friendship. Um, and we, we made a lot of mistakes in terms of, you know, uh, just starting out. But anyway, so I was still working at this, at this fact. I was, I was at a factory job for two years after I got out the NFL, you know what I mean? Just trying to figure out what I wanted to do next and just make some money. And, um, and so I remember, you know, we started, we started to talk less on the phone and just text, right? And then the text started getting hostile. And so I remember at work one day, you know, I'm, I'm working this machine and we're going back and forth and text and it's starting to get pretty heated, You know what I mean? And so I'm like taking off my gloves, you know, and like, uh, you know, try, texting them back. And I feel my face getting flushed and, and I have a bunch of anxiety and things like that. Right. And so it was starting to get really bad between me and my friend. and It was really unfortunate because this is one of my best friends. And then it all culminated. I remember I went on a We had a date, you know, me and my wife and you know me and my friend are texting again and we're arguing about little stuff you know looking back it was hilarious the stuff we're arguing about but we're arguing and i'm texting him while i'm driving so i'm like man let me pull Mm. over you know because he's saying some stuff that's kind of making me mad and you know so i'm like i pull over you know my wife in the car we're all dressed up ready to go on date night i pull over in an abandoned parking lot in downtown portland and so i decide to call him because i was tired of the texting you know what i mean and so here we are. I'm I'm this big black dude in the in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Screaming and shouting at my friend. I mean, we are like going at each other. I mean, this is this was my best friend. and We're saying some of the meanest things we could say to each other. You know what I mean? And it was funny because he was telling me a lot of things that were true, but I didn't want to hear. You know? And so um, the, the the night ended, and I remember I didn't talk to him for a couple of weeks, but I had like this sick feeling in my stomach because I knew that something just had to change. You know what I mean? Like, I just knew that my life re- really wasn't going the direction that I wanted it to go. And it was really tough to hear these things. But for for entrepreneurs out there, like and this yeah. is one of the biggest things that I learned is that if you're going to start something with someone, you know, if you're going to go into a partnership with someone and you want to start a business with your friend, I'm not going to say don't do it. But what I will say is make sure you have, you know, an exit strategy or or, or things hashed out before you start, because, as much as you think it's going to work out exactly how you'd like, it, it just doesn't work out that way. And so me and my friend, are we're friends now again. And, and, you know, it took a while to get our relationship back. But I learned a lot through that process. Because, And, and another thing that I learned was just you have to do your research, man. I, I didn't do any research. I just sort of winged it. And I was... It was one of those classic examples of falling in love with your product and not the customer, you know. <laughs> and so I was we were so excited about all these T-shirts we were coming out with, but we didn't do any research. We didn't we didn't want to figure out what other people wanted. We were just interested in what we wanted to wear. And um, and that's ultimately why it didn't work out. And he's taking the company in a different direction now and he's doing well with it. And I'm very happy for him. But it was it was just a couple of things that I learned from that because that was a really tough time in my life.
0: I mean, straight up partnerships, Fire Nation are so hard. They are a minefield and you can navigate it just like you can navigate a minefield, but man, there are just explosives all around. And I love Nishobo, how you said, do your research. And the one quote that I really just resonated with was you are falling in love with your product, not the customer. And Fire Nation, it's always all about the customer. Of course, you know, and in the ideal world, you're in love with your product and your customer <laughs> simultaneously. Right, right. That's the goal. But the customer has to always be part of every single process. I love that. And Nisho, will take us in another direction, but you know, keep with the story because you're doing, you're such a good storyteller. I mean, I was in the car with you and you were texting. I was nervous. <laughs> I thought you were going to run into another car. <laughs> Take us to an aha moment, an epiphany that you've had. I mean, you've had a lot, but you know, Fire Nation, we're entrepreneurs. Which one are we going to resonate with? Tell us that aha moment story.
1: Definitely, man. And so I I know everyone can relate to, to this time, right? So the times when you feel you're at the beginning stage of learning something or like whether it's a goal you're going after, a sport you're trying to master, a beginning of a relationship, whatever it may be. In this case, it was me becoming an entrepreneur. Truly, you know, going after, you know, following my passions and really developing a business around my passions and what I was great at. And so you feel like you're doing everything right, but you're still not seeing the results that you think you should see, right? And so you're grinding, you but you're the the results are not really reflecting the work that you're putting in. And so I know athletes can relate to this. Like it's a lot of times this is what we see when we're in the gym, we're working out every day, but we're still not seeing the results. But things are happening but we're just not able to see it yet and many times you just get you just get really frustrated and so i was I was really at this point you know what I mean I mean I was enrolled in like two different online courses I was reading books I was starting all these new habits I was really deep into personal development and, and working on myself right and so I was heading in the right right direction but I just I still wasn't seeing the results that I wanted, and so there was a podcast that I was really like I, that I, that I really loved. It was called uh, by Hell Elrod, right? Achieving uh, your goals podcast. And I I, I picked something up from this, from one of his podcasts, man, and, uh, and it really stuck out with me. And so I wanted to reach out to him. And at this point, I remember I heard uh, Selena Sue was on your podcast. Yeah, before, she's right? amazing. And I, I hit her up actually, and had a good conversation with her. And that's actually how I got into her her online course, right? And so I was, I was reaching out to everybody, man. Like I was like, yo, I want to talk to this guy and see what he's doing. See, see what he, what he thinks about what I'm doing. And so I called up or I, I emailed Hal Elrod and he agreed to have a conversation with me. And so we had a 15 minute conversation and I remember, so he was kind of like, he, he was in a hurry. Right. And so he was like, yo, you got to get you like your top two to three questions. And so I was like, yo, what's the one thing, man? Like, what's the one thing that I can do that's going to take my business to the next level? And it's funny because what he told me was very surprising. Right. And what he told me was this. He says, if you want to see big time results in your business, you've got to wake up every morning and have a powerful morning routine. And so what he calls it, the miracle morning. Right. And so it's funny because I already was doing that. I had already read his book and I actually created my own. I called it Morning Mastery and I was having my athletes do it. But tell me if you can relate to this when you're doing something right, but you're not doing it. With the, the level of intensity and intention that you know you should, you're sort of going through the motions. And so I'd always heard Tony Robbins talk about his morning routine and a bunch of other successful people in their morning routines. But I was just going through the motions. It was just like I had heard that I should do it and, and I was just doing it. But sometimes it takes someone showing us the reasons why and really get us back focusing on the fundamentals and I remember Michael Jordan always talked about that. He talked about when, whenever he was struggling, man, the next day in practice, he was focusing on fundamentals, man, just going back to the basics. And same thing when I was playing in New Orleans. My, my coach, Sean Payton, whenever we had a bad game, you can guarantee on offense all the next week. We were doing middle drill and that's basically interior runs, just running the ball, tackling, blocking, you know what I'm saying? Just pure fundamentals. And so that was what hell Elrod was telling me to do is go back to the fundamentals, man. Start each day with power, with purpose, you know. And since since I had that conversation with a man, I, I like I track everything that I do. I track every single habit that I do. I try to wake up every single morning at 440. I have my my morning mastery mapped out, you know, and I attack it and it's really done. Amazing wonders for me and my life—not just my business, but my life, man. My relationships, my health, um, man, my energy—it's incredible, man. And so, I'm, I'm like always gonna be thankful and grateful to Hal Elrod for for uh, really taking that time to meet, to talk to me, and just just sharing that that advice with me. You know what I mean? And so, that was like a really big aha moment for me.
0: No, i tell you, Hal Elrod is a stud. He's past guest of EO Fire as well. And I actually was just having lunch with him. Uh, I was actually at dinner about two months ago, and I was sitting next to him. And I was like, oh, how's your dinner? He's like, I'm like, you got a glass of wine? He's like, glass of wine? He's like, I got to get up at 4.30 a.m. tomorrow for my morning routine. And I'm like, this dude, he eats, he breathes the miracle morning. And I love that about him. And a couple of things that I love that you just shared was... Be better at the basics. It's so critical, Fire Nation, to always be focusing on the basics. We are always trying to stack our own entrepreneurial towers as high as possible. But what we're not realizing is that if that foundation first is not solid, isn't wide can't support we're stacking on top of it then it's just going to topple over and over again so always go back to that foundation and for me and i know for you nishobo and for hal i mean it is that morning that's where you build the foundation for the rest of the day so you can stack things on top of it so fire nation get there and nishobo you have a lot of cool things going on brother but take me to the one thing that has you most fired up today
1: man wow with without a doubt man i i i just remember when i was able to start my first game in the nfl man and running out the tunnel yeah. <laughs> and feeling those chills man and just and really realizing that like my dream had come true like this was the moment man and so what i'm most fired up about is literally being able to Help a young athlete realize one of their dreams, you know, and it doesn't have to be playing in the NFL, but it will be for for a lot of these players, and a lot of these players have aspirations of playing in the next level. And I always tell my players, you better dream big, man. You, I like you. You don't. I don't relent. I don't compromise when it comes to dreaming, man. So you better set the visions high and take action to follow up. Like your your only job in life is to set really really big goals and then just go all out. You know what I mean? That's the only way you're gonna feel alive, man. It's like. It's our it's the instinct that's born within us. And so I'm truly, truly excited to help young athletes reach all their goals. And so with my new online brand, I have a new online product that's coming out this summer that I'm incredibly excited about. That's really going to be a culmination of a lot of the work that I've done with my one on one clients and really being able to package it and share it with with athletes all over the world. And I really like what I'm doing because I don't feel like there's a lot of people really giving these young people permission to dream big. Like it's too many people telling them to be realistic and, you know, you know, giving them the stats. And and my goal is I'm gonna give you the stats, but let's focus on what we got to do to be that outlier. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I mean, reality is reality, but that shouldn't like our circumstances should not dictate what our goals are, you know, set your goals, man. And don't worry about, you know, who's doing what or how many people have done it before you like, just be courageous, be bold and take action. And so. That's what I'm truly the most excited about right now.
0: Yeah, the corny quote that I love that I I say, despite how corny it is, is shoot for the moon because even if you miss, you're amongst the stars. And, And that's why thinking big is so powerful. And Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to hire but not sure where to find the best candidates? I know the feeling. We only have so much time in a day and we all know that hiring can be a tough process. The time commitment, having to sift through resume after resume, investing your time in multiple interviews, plus posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates anymore. Good news. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, I can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click and be instantly amassed to candidates from over 4 million resumes. Just post once and with in 24 hours, your candidates will be rolling into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. All you have to do is choose your top candidates. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it today for free. Try ZipRecruiter to get your perfect candidate before they go someplace else. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com fire. Need a quality of design but worried about the cost? One of the easiest ways for your design budget to spiral out of control is to start your project without clear direction. That's why I love going to 99designs for my design projects. They make it easy. I actually just completed two of my own logo projects through 99designs this past month for free podcast course and travel on fire. It doesn't matter if you're running a contest with several designers or collaborating with just one, crafting a thoughtful brief is always the first step to getting a great design in a 99 Designs, it's super simple. All you need to do is fill in their online brief form. Project started just $199, and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99 slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. And also, check out the past contest that I've run myself. That's 99 slash fire. Ni Shobo, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, sir. Yes. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I think the main thing was just the misconceptions and the wrong ideas I had about what it meant to be an entrepreneur. I sort of had an idea that entrepreneurs were like always, you know, broke and running around, you know, trying to make an extra dollar and not really not really making any real money and sort of just Mm. running around like a chicken with their head cut off. But that couldn't be more further from the truth. That's what hustlers do, you know, but entrepreneurs, man, there's it, it. Now that I know what it is, man, there's no other thing for me to be. Everyone should be an entrepreneur. It's really you're sharing your gift with the world. You know, you're making the world a better place, and you're getting incredibly wealthy while while doing it. Because the more people you share your message with, you know, the richer you become, and so everybody wins. And so it was just the misconceptions that I had.
0: I think that could be the definition of an entrepreneur. The best one that I've heard is sharing your gifts with the world. I mean, I love it. I think it sums it up. And. What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: So we talk about a mentor, man. I had a mentor, actually one of the athletes that I was training. um, His dad took a liking to me and an incredible guy, man, his name is Ray Shellmeyer. And I remember he brought me in his office one time and he said, you know, if if you're not getting results, if you don't like a result that you're getting, that means there's a belief that's holding you back. And so basically what he was telling me is change your beliefs, you change your life. And I remember that was another big aha moment for me and, and incredible advice that now anytime I'm not getting certain results, inevitably, I can always look back and see that there was something that I'm thinking, you know, some negative thought, some limiting belief that's holding me back. And I've become better at identifying those and just rooting those out, man, and just implanting really positive, powerful, affirming beliefs that, that get me the results that I want.
0: Change your belief, change your life. Love that. What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success?
1: The biggest one would have to be my morning mastery, but inside of that. So my morning mastery is really a block of time that I set aside every morning. But inside of that is meditation. And it's something that I started, you know, in the past year. And actually, I'm proud to say I'm on a 97 day meditation streak. So I'm extremely juiced about that. But meditation has been like a game changer for me, man. And it's something that I sort of like didn't really take serious when I was first doing it. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, meditation, whatever. (laughs) But I mean, literally, it's been a game changer for me. And there's no way I'm not going to do it. I feel so much more calm, at ease. You know what I mean? I feel like literally I have my life in a chokehold now as opposed to my life having me in a chokehold. You know, I just feel in control. And there's a there's a. I mean, all you got to do is Google the benefits of it. But anyone who's skeptical, just try it out. And it's not something you can try. It's not like an energy drink, you know, where you try it once and you feel the effects. Like, you got to do it, you know, over over a period of time. And you will start to really see some amazing results.
0: So this isn't the internet resource question. It's just a question about this specifically. What do you use to meditate? Do you use an app? Is there anything or, or is it something you've just developed on your own?
1: All right. So I was... I was going to share this with you all as a part of the internet resource. Oh, well, cool! Then. I might let's do it. it right now. But the app that I use is called Headspace, and yes. Headspace literally is the most brilliant app I feel like I've ever uh, I've ever known about. And in terms of meditation, man, it is it's incredible, man. From the layout to, uh, it's basically a step by step guide on how to meditate. And he eventually, you know, the way it's set up is that he teaches you how to do it to where he eventually sort of releases you into wild. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just like, now now you're an expert. And so it's so brilliant the way it's set up. And I like the way they track it for you. And um, I got my friends on there. We sort of, you know, uh, keep track of each other's progress. But I've actually included. So I I have a a Morning Mastery cheat sheet. If you go to imnotyou.com backslash fire, I prepared a gift for the Fire Nation. And so it's basically a cheat sheet that has everything that I do on my Morning Mastery, why I do it, and the resources that I use, and I've also included a three month free uh, coupon code for Headspace. And so he has—I've never met the dude, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I plan on meeting him. Yeah. But I, I just got a, a three month free code for uh, getting ninety days straight, and I thought I'd share it with Fire Nation because uh, if you if you really tr- uh, use this app, man, it w- it will change your life. My blood pressure went down literally fifty points. Wow. Man. I had a I had a dangerously high blood pressure when I first became a firefighter. And so that was one of my motivations for meditating. And it was like 180 over 100 or some junk, you know. And so since then, man, the last time I checked it, it was 130 over 80, you know. So oh, gosh. I, I'm sitting right there like it is. So it was. so it has been a game changer for me.
0: It's huge. And I love, you know, the fact that they, the first 10 are just guiding you through and there's great animations. of like, right, right. oh, yeah, watch this cartoon. You're like, oh, I get this. This is great.
1: What's been your favorite one so far? Your favorite uh, pack?
0: Well, I'm still in the first one, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's something pretty cool that you might actually get into that has kind of slowed me down on Headspace, which I still love, by the way. But the founder of a company called Muse, M-U-S-E, and the actual website is called choosemuse.com. And it's an actual headband that goes around your head and it kind of just like flips over your ears as well. So that's kind of how it's held up. And as you're meditating, it's um read your brain waves and what you'll love about this too cuz you're you're competitive like I am When you're meditating well, it's like really soft, like sounds like rushing, like kind of rushing water. But then if you kind of let your mind get, get kind of starting to get busy, the sounds will change and they'll start getting like a little more rushed and you'd be like, oh, whoa, whoa, I need to get back into the calm state. And then you can log in because it's Bluetooth connected to your computer. You can log in and it shows you your ranking and how, you know, you did and your scores and it keeps track of it for you. It's really cool.
1: Oh man, that's incredible! I'm gonna check that out definitely.
0: Yeah, check it out. I'll do an intro to the uh, the founder of the company for you if if you're into it. You'll uh, she's a great woman. She's actually a future guest coming up on EO Fire. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why?
1: So it's this is a tough question because I've I've been reading a lot, man, and that's actually one of the habits that's been a game changer as well. Yeah. But one book, one book for sure. And I think all entrepreneurs have that sort of book that's kind of serves as like a it's almost like a bible, like an entrepreneurial Bible for him. And mine is 50th Law. So it's by Robert Greene. And so I, I know a lot of people have heard of the 48 Laws of Power. And the 50th Law is a book that he did. He teamed up with with uh, rapper 50 Cent. And um it, the 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 premise behind the book, to me is it's it's the exact mindset that you've got to have if you want to be, you know, an alpha warrior, like a predator, you know, a real champion. And so he sort of outlines he uses a lot of 50 Cent's story, you know, and talks about the need to be fearless in the face of adversity and things like that. And Robert Greene is a brilliant writer, and he's he's one of my favorite just in terms of his writing style. And I just love the way that he I love the way that he articulates his points, and every single one hits home with me. And it's one of those books that I listen to I, literally every day. You know, I had on my iPod that I have in my bathroom. I listen to it while I'm taking a shower. You know, my kids listen to it while I'm in the car. They probably can tell you what the book is about. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I refer to it all the time, man. It's it's just a it's it's a great book, and I think everybody should definitely check that out.
0: I love Robert Greene. Like it, he was an author, I looked up to so much. And yeah. like when I had him on Entrepreneur on Fire, I was like nervous. I'm like, oh my god, this is like Robert <laughs> Greene. And I remember telling yeah. him, I'm like, yeah, I'm like halfway done. Uh, you know the 48 Laws of Power, and, and he was just like, you better finish that. You should. You need to finish that. Don't just start it and not finish it. And I'm like, yeah. yes, Robert, I promise I will finish it. In <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Fire Nation. I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free, like The 50th Law, at eofirebook.com. Indy, Shobo, this is the last question of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I think the very first thing that I would do, I'd probably go buy a ticket and go to the top sporting event, right? So whatever season it was, whether it was basketball, go to playoff game, football game. And so I would sort of get a feel for the culture of the area. So the sports culture and things like that. And every day from then on, I would go to a local sports team and I would build relationships with the coaches and players and basically find ways to offer my expertise for free. And from there, I would start an online blog because I just believe that if you're going to be sharing your gift, you got to share it with as many people as possible. And so I would start an online blog and create a brand centered around helping you know athletes you know dominate their goals because I, I really love athletes. I believe that athletes are like the the leaders you know and because uh, you really got to be a leader, you got to have that type of mindset in order to endure a lot of the challenges that athletes go through and so I like to speak through athletes. I think that it's a great group to target I, I believe that if you impact that group, you could have a really big impact on the world, and so that's what I would do. And then I'd also, I'd go to Amazon and buy my top favorite books too to get my book collection back up and
0: running. Heck yeah. <laughs> so let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye.
1: So the best way you can connect with me is you could just go to imnotyou.com. And again, imnotyou.com backslash fire is the gift that I prepared for you all. But you can go to my contact section. You can find me on, on Twitter, at, at Ni Shobo, N-I-Y-I-S-O-B-O. And other than that, man, I, I just really, I feel very strongly about this. I feel like uh, if you you guys are listening, entrepreneurs, you uh, budding entrepreneurs, guys who are really trying to figure out what's next in your life, pick something to go after. Like, decide on your goal. Like, stop waffling. Decide on your goal and go after it aggressively. Like, it's time for us, to, for the men especially, to start being alphas, man, and stop being weak. And so identify what your goal is and go after it and stop. Don't use excuses. If you got a family, if you got kids, that should not be your excuse. They should be the reason why you succeed. So find a way, you know, find a way. But first, got to decide what you want. So get clear about it and go after it. And, and uh, I, I feel very strongly about that.
0: Well, Fire Nation, if that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what will. Check your pulse. And you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Nishobo and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. You'll be able to find this awesome interview right there in the show notes page. And Nishobo, I just want to thank you personally for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: No doubt. I appreciate it, man.
0: Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EOFIRE to 33444, and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Have an inspired day and Ignite.